Hey, welcome back to the Addicted to Healthy podcast, your one-stop destination for all things health and a kick-ass life. I'm Laurence, a certified nutritional practitioner and PCOS fighter, as well as health coach and the host of the Addicted to Healthy podcast. So I'm so excited to welcome Talita Barnaby today to the podcast. She is a nutritionist and after graduating from nutrition school, Talita realized that there are oftentimes a disconnect when it comes to living a healthy lifestyle. We know what's good for our bodies, but we don't always act accordingly. So Talita aims to mend the gap between knowing and doing by catering to each individual's unique circumstances, whether it be weight loss, weight management, or developing a healthy relationship with food. So welcome, Talita. I'm so excited to have you here today to talk about diets and weight loss. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Thank you for Good. having me. Of course. I've been following you for a while on Instagram, and we just obviously connected, and we're just on the, on the same page about so many things with nutrition and health. So I really thought it'd be a good opportunity to have you on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we definitely have a lot of things in common when it comes to our nutrition opinion so yeah um, for sure yeah yeah so we're definitely gonna have some good conversations i can feel that today and um just wanted to start off with really getting your story your background like how did you start off in health were you always interested in it and um how did you become a nutritionist yeah so hi everyone my name is talita barnaby uh I actually, it's funny that I didn't start to fall in love with nutrition until I moved to California. I am originally from Brazil. I lived in Boston for about 10 years. And when I lived back in Boston, I was studying nursing. And it's not, it wasn't until I moved to California almost five years ago that I kind of started changing my habits and my lifestyle. And it was funny that my sister, she kind of like suggested, like, I really think you've been into nutrition lately. Like, would you just ditch nursing school and change majors completely? And that kind of got stuck in my mind, and I decided to pull the plunge and go for it. Um, I have been um, in kind of, like, I grew up with the diet mentality in my family. So every single woman in my family have been dieting their whole life, even Recently, I just saw my family again, and they're always talking about dieting. So I definitely grew up in that um, lifestyle. Um, but nowadays, it's so nice to be um, somewhere comfortable with myself and my body where I don't have to be thinking about diet. I don't have to be creating restrictions. And truly, that's why I do what I do nowadays. So I can teach other people on how to become comfortable with themselves and find their true happiness when it comes to nutrition and find the, the balance that it doesn't have to be the all or nothing mentality. So yeah, that's what I love doing. That's kind of like how I got into nu- nutrition was kind of a little bit of my family background and the California sun, as I like to say. Yeah, I love it. And I'm definitely so envious of your your lifestyle. And I, I really want to live in California. So you're definitely inspiring me to move there. <laughs> and I think that it's also, it's probably like the capital of health and wellness, isn't it? Um, I don't California know. California in general? Giving out facts without. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, I think it's one of like the biggest 
most important uh, influential place? Yeah, it's like completely uh, different lifestyle. Like even I was in Boston recently for a wedding and like the people are different, the lifestyle is different, the foods, the shops, it's just like everything in San Diego. We have so much access to our ocean and mountains for hikes. So it's just so easy to hit up your friends and be like, let's go for a hike or let's go to the beach and let's do something outdoor. So I think that's why people are more engaged in the lifestyle that we have here comparing to like other places where they have winter and snow where you kind of have to be inside more. But yeah, I definitely can say there's like a huge difference on where you live. So that's kind of like how you behave and you act for sure. Yeah, the weather does make a huge difference. And I think that the food is also like very, like there's a lot of different options for everyone and especially like healthier options. Um, so I'm excited. I'll be there next month. So I'm just going to scout it out and see what's available. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, no, yeah, you're going to love it. Yeah, yeah. Gonna- <laughs> I'll never come back. Well, anyway, yeah. let's not veer too off topic. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so basically, you were talking about dieting and how your family, there was a lot of diet mentality. So that's the main thing that you target in your coaching, correct? Uh, that's right. I absolutely love weight loss. But for me, like weight loss is not just like you dropping uh, a couple pounds, a couple pounds. It's just like the other benefits that come with weight loss. And that's what I try to show people that, um, just the number on the scale doesn't really matter because you can be skinny and be so unhealthy and you can be in a little bit bigger body and be healthy. Right. So it doesn't matter as much. So I still do target the weight loss, but it's almost, um, trying to engage people and tell them, um, I always say that, um, you haven't failed the diet, the diets have failed you. And people normally, they try to do a new diet, they do for a couple weeks, maybe a couple months, and then they kind of fail and they feel like a failure and they weren't good enough. And that's when they go back to the nothing mentality. But it's just because the diet they were doing at the time probably had so many restrictions. And it's, it doesn't make sense. Like whenever we're creating so many restrictions for our body, it's just um unrealistic right we can we can maybe do it for a couple weeks a couple months but we can do that for the rest of our lives so trying to teach people to find their happy point (laughs) oh for sure yeah it's not just about a quick fix either we're all about holistic nutrition so it's about finding health too so why would you say dieting would be dangerous and why doesn't it work um so yeah, actually there's like so many studies that I've like learned it, um, throughout my nutrition education and every single studies out there, they show that diets, they don't work. They might work for a short term, but what it happened is, is like you're pretty much slowing down your metabolism because most of the diets are restricting calories. And when you're restricting calories, your body can kind of go into a starvation mode where it's not going to be using the energy as they should be. So you're pretty much slowing down your metabolism. And when you lose, uh, let's say you lost 10 pounds super quick, you might actually gain double or triple those pounds in a matter of like six months to a year. And that's what I see with most of my clients right now. It's I have clients that come to me and they're like, yeah, Talita, I was in a diet about three to 
like for even three to four years ago and I lost 40 pounds. I felt amazing, but they did a restricting diet. So about eight months to a year later, they start gaining all the way back. And now they don't have to lose not only those 40 pounds that they already lost three years ago, they now have to lose 60 to 80 pounds. So the weight kind of always double up and diets is just creating restrictions. That's not the way to go. Completely agree. And so I think with diets, of course, it's all about the calorie counting and it's not really about looking what kind of food it is. I see a lot of programs where it's literally just how many calories you eat. So what can you say about that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's exactly in, I recently launched a program course and we don't even tell our clients what's their calorie range, even though they asked us, I was like, no, we're not sharing that because then they can become, um, kind of like crazy and thinking that their our foods are the same, but foods are not created equal. Right. So let's say, um, if you're like a banana, maybe like a large banana, if it has like, I don't know, let's say a hundred calories or a smaller banana, let's say that has a hundred calories and a single serving of Oreo. That's like two packages that you can buy at 7-Eleven or the gas station that also have a hundred calories. Which one, if you put it down as a calorie count, they are going to be the same thing, right? A hundred calories. But if you're putting those things in your form, something that came in a package with a bunch of chemicals and refined sugar, processed stuff versus just eating a plate of banana, why do you think your body is going to like it better, right? Of course, the banana is going to be able to utilize them energy a lot better than just eating the Oreo. So I definitely don't believe in counting calories or anything like that. (laughs) It's unrealistic. Yeah, for sure. And it's, you're not getting what your body needs and it leads to deprivation. You're also depleting the minerals and vitamins too. So, and it also contributes to like hormonal imbalances and there's so many factors to weight loss. Um, It's not just about the calories, right? Which literally has nothing to do with the quality of the food. So uh, yeah, I definitely agree with, I think the quality of the food is much better indicator than the quantity. Of course, they are both, they're both very important. But um, it's not all about like how many calories you're getting. Right. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. And also like those diets, they're telling people to um, just like restrict themselves so much. I think I, I think it was like talking about, I think it was maybe yesterday on my Instagram is that I saw a diet program out there that the person had to like drink a cup of coffee with like a little bit of oil, the, like the bulletproof coffee in the morning. And then they had like three almonds for a snack. And then... <laughs> Just like I kept reading, I was like, do you really think this is like sustainable? It's like so unrealistic to order to maintain your long-term goals that then that's why our society keep failing on the diet side. Yeah. And then that's a good point too, because even me, I see like on Instagram, it's become popular to see like what somebody eats in a day. And I mean, I'm not a big person, but when I see some of the things that like trainers or nutritionists display that they eat in a day I'm literally like that is maybe like one or two meals for me like it's not it's and the thing is everybody's different like I'm gonna thrive on a different diet from you I'm going to need more or less calories and also depending like how much you're exercising and all of that like there's so many components to it so you also can't just like follow one diet that might have worked for someone and think it's gonna work for you because you're not the same person right 
Oh, absolutely. We're all built differently, right? We all we look different. Our bones, our body, everything is completely different. And like you said, the two of us, we can be in the same program and we can have different outcomes from it. Even on my course right now, I have people who are losing half a pound a week, which is like a healthy weight loss. Or I have like people that were losing like two pounds a week, which is like still okay. I don't like going over the three pounds a week normally because then it's just like too much weight drop all at once. Um, but yeah, for sure, we are all build completely different. So what something might work for you, it might not work for me. And that's, I think, where people have a hard time finding something that works for them. Um, because they kind of just go out there and they see this diet and they just try to follow. But if you're not nourishing your body in a whole, uh, it's just kind of like hard to achieve those goals. And something that I like to say is like, if you think of food as energy in and energy out, it's your exercise. It's just a way easier way to think than thinking of food of calories. So let's say I am like right now, I was like busy, I was on the go. So I needed like a healthy feeling breakfast so I can like power through my day. But if I was like waking up, just drinking my coffee, rushing out of the door, then I most likely wouldn't be um, feeling full and energized for my day, right? So I like to think food as energy and instead of just calories, that's that's what I that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, nourishing your body and fuel, fueling your body, and not looking at at it like a restriction. And we'll right. go into that also with like the men- mentality and the mindset. Um, but what would you say, as we kind of discussed, there are many components to weight loss. One are several factors that people would be surprised to hear that is involved with weight loss. Yeah. Um, some people, they don't even realize it. Um, so I love weight loss so much, but it's not simply because of the pounds dropping, like I mentioned earlier. It's just like so many other things like diabetes type 2, health conditions, sleep apnea. Um, so sleep apnea is a condition that's developed uh, when you have, you're like in the obese three category normally, and it's just pretty much blocking the air in your neck and you don't sleep at all. So your sleeping going to be affecting your weight loss all at the same time. And what it causes, you can stop breathing as you're sleeping. So it's extremely dangerous to have sleep apnea. I have some clients that have that. So the way to cure, they can go through a very risky uh, surgery or they can lose the weight. So it's almost like, okay, maybe it's time for us to try to like lose weight in a healthy manner in order to reverse those uh, health conditions and those healthy risks that otherwise you might have to just do a surgery or take a pill. Same thing with like type 2 diabetes. Uh, there are so many medications, so many people taking at least 14 pills a day in order to control their di- type uh, diabetes type 2 versus if you did lose a little bit of the weight and if you did change your lifestyle and your habits, your eating habits, the way you cook your food, the way you exercise, you can potentially reverse those health conditions simply by losing like 10 to 20 pounds, let's say. Yeah, it's interesting because we also don't always think about the health implications that um, excess weight gain brings about, like diabetes and so many other things as well, sleep apnea. So it's not just about like 
looking better or looking fit or whatever it is or having your weight loss goals. It's really about long-term health as well, right? Because there are a lot of consequences with being overweight. So that's also obviously very important as nutritionists. It's all about achieving long-term health goals. Yeah, absolutely. So I like to see myself as the preventive side of nutrition. So I'm not a dietitian. So I'm not helping those clients and those patients treat their problems. What I'm trying to do as a nutritionist, I'm helping those people avoid those problems. So if I have like clients that come up to me and they were saying, okay, I just went to the doctor. I am on the risk of having type two diabetes. What can I do? So we do changes and we fix things in their diet and their lifestyle at the moment. So in order to like not get worse, so they don't have to have type two diabetes. So they don't have to be in those pills, which it can cause way other problems which I don't know we don't have to get into it the whole pill society but (laughs) yeah and that's another thing is by addressing your health and actually adopting healthy habits you will see weight loss as a side effect whereas if you're just looking at losing the weight with like a pill or something artificial then it's probably not going to work in the long term at least and you're not addressing your health conditions. So, I mean, the thing is, if you are healthy, usually it's pretty rare to see somebody who's healthy and who's overweight. So if you're looking to have a healthier life, then the side effect of that is you will probably have a healthier weight, right? So, yeah. So one thing I see with pills, people trying to do the quick fixes, even I myself, when I was in nutrition school, we had a, a lot of... Um, um, things that we have to do like in order to like pass the class different trainings that we did it and I actually took <laughs> one of the diet pills just to see how I felt and it's completely insane what people are willing to put themselves into like the what I took was like something very light only for a week just to see the side effects so I could actually uh, study uh, in a deeper level and it's pretty much you're going to get jitters, you're going to be sweating, your heart racing a lot quicker. So you might be seeing the weight drop fast. However, you're going to be triggering and maybe causing more harm and making it harder for your body to work with you instead of for you. So our body is extremely smart. They know what to do. They know how to detox. They know how to clean. If all your uh, intestines and our guts is working properly, then there's no reason for us to be taking those pills and getting those detox. So that's why some people don't realize that it's, yeah, a pill, it can be fixing one problem, but you can actually be causing five to 10 other problems that it might not show up today, but it might show up 10 years later. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And what do, do you remember what kind of like ingredients are, what do those pills really focus on? Is it like like fat burning herbs or like caffeine. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of them had like the high caffeine is normally like the main ingredient and they have like the fat burner. I forget the exact names of it. But the one that I did my study was on raspberry extract. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they portrayed themselves as a very healthy, you know, like how they can put natural on anything nowadays. It's just a word that's being tossed around it. Yeah, um, it doesn't mean it's natural. Um, 
So yeah, this natural raspberry extract leaves, it's what it was like supposed to like help the weight loss. And I think I was going to do it for like Monday through Friday. And I ended up only doing for like three days because the side effects that I was getting, it was absolutely crazy. It was like me and my classmate at the time, both taking it together. And we are both having very similar um, side effects and we are completely different humans. We had like different bodies, different lifestyle, but we're still feeling like heart racing, feeling more anxious and things like that. So definitely those ingredients are not something that we can, we should be avoiding instead of putting more into our body. Oh yeah. Especially when it doesn't feel good, then it's a red flag, right? Right, yeah, exactly. And I felt that like right away on the first day, but I was like, okay, let's do one more, like do it for the paper. Oh my goodness, yeah, all for science. <laughs> yeah, all for science, yeah, no, our, actually my <laughs> dietitian teacher at the time, she thought we were completely crazy, but she's like, hey, <laughs> you guys actually put yourself into this so you know how it feels. Um, I think that's a good experiment though for you, but yeah, definitely not long term. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I definitely don't recommend you guys doing any of that. And my weight loss was like pathetic. It wasn't like anything even worth it thinking about it due to like all the side effects. So that's how sometimes I just like don't understand it, what people are willing to put themselves into in order to get the, the dream number on the scale that truly might not mean anything. Yeah, and I think it's also a lack of education and then also kind of like the brainwashing of the diet industry um, and then wanting that quick fix, right, which is not just with weight loss, with so many other things. People just want the pill and the quick fix, but if you really want long-term health and like optimal health, then I'm sorry to say there's no quick fix, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's definitely no quick fix, and it's true. Uh, the biggest way the diet's like, fail our society it's because they're not teaching us how to eat healthy right they're just giving us a quick fix solution so that's why it's so unrealistic so if you're actually learning how to eat better and change the way you cook the way you prep stuff or just it's like little small changes you can do into your daily basis maybe you can start with your oil maybe you can change your seasoning that you're using it's just like those little things they can make such like a big difference way better than you just being like, okay, I'm going to detox for seven days. I'm going to drink celery juice for 12 days. And um, it's just like way smarter overall for you to do like little achievable steps that you can stick to it for the rest of your life than something that you're going to do just for a week for the heck of it. Yeah. It's like the January resolutions that last like two weeks. And then after we're back to the same thing, or like getting the summer body and after summer it's like just going back to eating junk food like it's not a sustainable way and then it's like up and down and crashes and your body's stressed out and yeah it just doesn't work right yeah it's uh exactly what i say with the summer body that's even what i see um i don't like the word cheat day i don't like the word cheating at all uh, and even when I see people talking about their cheat day or the cheat meals, it's like, who are you cheating on? Are you cheating on yourself? Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I get it. Like, why, who are you cheating on? It's just a burger. You shouldn't be making such a big deal and calling your burger the cheat meal. You know, if you're kind of living the 80-20 lifestyle, 80% healthy, 20% not so healthy, you should be fine. But it's just when people kind of have to associate those 
words and those feelings on the way they're treating their body and eating their foods, I think that's where uh, more problems are developed, way more to the just simply weight gain. It's just a lot of other things can happen from it. Yeah, and I think that if people are kind of focused on the diet mentality and who live for like the weekend for cheat days, then it's not a really a healthy relationship with food. And there is something deeper that we need to look at, you know, so when you get into that mentality, it's a little bit excessive and extreme. Yeah, absolutely. That's where um, eating disorders are started. Um, I remember seeing it was like one of like, a, was also like when I was like in nutrition school, eating disorders start as early as age six for young girls in the United States. So it's just like crazy to see that even people right now in the fitness in industry, I see so many people coming out now that they were bodybuilders and they're talking about the stress that they put their body in order to get to where they were in order to be on the stage. And they were like, yeah, I did this for a year and I completely damaged my body, right? Because I was leaving the mentality of the Monday through Friday, I'm eating so clean, I'm restricting everything. And then over the weekend, I'm drinking beer and eating pizza for, you know, like the whole day as a meal. So um, there's like so much damage you can do to your body. And I, it's crazy to see like people coming out and actually finally talking about it, that going to that so much extreme, it's not such a great idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I love that there's a movement now that we're talking about it. And we're becoming more conscious about it. So the word is getting out. Thank goodness. Yeah, finally, right? <laughs> yeah. And so what would you say if somebody's working with you, what are the steps to take with weight loss for sustainable weight loss? Uh, yeah. So in order for like when you work with me, I normally work like a three-month plan. I tell my clients nothing's going to happen overnight. We might create something, but your body might not like it, right? So I'm very, the first two months, I'm very uh, flexible. We're changing things like that. But let's say the first month with me, we focus solely and only on nutrition. So we're not getting crazy about exercises. I'm not wanting you to go and run on the treadmill for two hours because if you're not feeding your body properly, you're most likely going to be just wasting your time running the treadmill for two hours. Um, so for the first two weeks with me, I actually focused on water intake because I had clients come up to me before and when I asked them how much water they drank a day, uh, I had a client ask if the water in her coffee counted. <laughs> yeah no <laughs> like uh, no anything that's mixed with anything else even the carbonated water the tea it doesn't matter if it's mixed with something else it's not water yeah and so, even coffee it's one cup of coffee that equals two you need to drink two cups of water right because it dehydrates you yes it does the opposite effect <laughs> like green tea like even teas like they're great to drink it but they're not water right mm -hmm. um so the first week with me we're focusing a hundred percent on water like i'm making sure that they're increasing their water intake they're getting new water bottles they're carrying water with them all the time and we're really focusing on the water intake um and then we try to find like small easy healthy tricks in order to um, slowly change their habits so i do a three-day diet analysis where they write down 
everything that they're eating. And I normally tell them, I don't care if you're eating McDonald's drive through or if you're eating like at the Whole Foods bar or like, I don't care. I just need to know what you're eating in order for me to help you. Because if you come to me and you're eating tacos every day, and then I tell you to eat something different, that's not going to work, right? So let's maybe find some healthy tacos that you can eat it and still be happy, happy and be in the food zone comfort that you like it. So it's really um, helping people individually in finding what their habits are and why they have those habits and then slowly do changes. So I work in a monthly basis. So like I said, the first month, we're not focusing on exercise. We're solely focused on nutrition and water intake. And that's when the second month starts to get a little bit better. They learn about nutrition. They're learning about their body. They're starting to listen to our body cues to what it means and that's when I let them get back to like exercising then we start talking about like the nutrition before and after exercising and things like that but with me I focus um, on whole foods I say that it's whole foods are amazing you get to like you get more for your bucks pretty much because if you're eating whole foods you can eat a lot more when it comes to a volume of food versus if you're eating the processed food so um, when you're eating whole foods with whole grains and veggies you can eat a lot more and actually feel full and satisfied versus just going to like a drive-thru and eating a cheeseburger and then you're gonna be like hungry and craving something like two hours later so I always encourage my people my clients and if you want to eat more focus on those whole foods because you're gonna be losing weight at the same time love it completely agree and if somebody came to you and said I don't know if you've had this type of client who comes to you and they are exercising and they're eating right, quote unquote, and they're still not losing the weight. Have you had people like that come up to you? Uh, yeah, actually, I had a client um, with my weight loss course that he signed up six weeks ago. And that's exactly kind of where he was going. He was exercising a lot. He was working a lot, but he wasn't eating. So he wasn't feeding his body properly. So he, the weight wasn't dropping because simply, like I said, I think it was in the beginning of the podcast, our body is extremely smart and it knows when and how to save the energy. Energy means the calorie that we're expending. So if you're not feeding your body properly, it's not going to let go of the calories, the energy when you're exercising. So I had, he was running the treadmill for like two hours a day and he was actually only eating two meals a day, skipping meals. So I, the first week, I completely forbid him to work out at, at all. I told him that he could go for walks with his dog if he wanted to, but no gym was allowed it until he was eating at least three meals a day, having breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it's working. He's losing half a pound a week. It's like a slow, uh, steady process, but uh, it's just because he, he was in a different mentality and everyone is like completely different so i think him losing this half a pound versus for the past year he wasn't losing at all and killing himself at the gym and now he's going to the gym only like three times a week eating a lot more he's not feeling as tired as exhausted because he's actually eating and putting the energy into his body um so so yeah, I definitely, those people that are exercising too much and the weight's not dropping, I would just say to stop 
and change your plans. Just like if that's not working, like why are you going to keep doing? Why are you going to keep pushing your body to extra half an hour, extra 40 minutes of exercise? Maybe that's like not working at all. Uh, nowadays, it's funny, my workouts, they never last more than 35 to 40 minutes. And that's what I stick to it. And that's what works for me. Um, so it is possible for you to have a healthy, sustainable lifestyle without killing yourself in the gym. That's just, um, it's just what people think they have to do, but they really don't. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy how we have this mentality of it has to be hard and we have to really like kill ourselves over it and yeah. how we need to eat less and exercise more. But now it's starting to get out there that it's actually the opposite. You can exercise less and eat more and lose weight, which mm -hmm. just goes against our, our thinking, I guess. And I guess how we were brought up, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I really loved how you brought that up because it's, it works, right? And it's such a better way to live than just starving yourself and spending two hours on the treadmill. I don't know who likes to go on a treadmill for two hours. I hated it. So, <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, I just want to talk a little bit because I think this is so important and I'm sure you agree is the mentality. So the all or nothing mentality, um, how does your mindset play into weight loss as well? Of course, exercise and nutrition is so important, but that's not the whole picture. There's also a lot to say about mindset, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So the way that we talk to ourselves a lot of times, especially uh, women, we are really hard on ourselves just because the way we're brought up, the, what we see on social media, what we see on magazines is this big picture perfect. And in reality, we know that's not true. Um, so our mentality and the way that we treat ourselves so instead of like looking at yourself and saying uh, let's say you're gonna go out you were invited to like a birthday party and you're like oh I'm not going because I cannot eat this I cannot eat that I can't do this you're just being so negative on yourself so instead of saying that you can't do any of that you change your mentality in your words to yes I'm going but I'm going to have a meal at my house before I eat there because this meal at my house is going to make me feel better. So think the way you feel overall, like why are you eating this? Why, um, how are you feeling when, when you eat it? Um, what are your emotions? What are you going through? So if you start to like listen to your body, our body send our cues and that's the mindful intuitive eating, something that I also work with my clients. Um, our body is really smart to say sometimes you can just like stop and you're craving something. If you just really stop and listen to your body, you can figure out what those cravings are. Maybe you didn't have enough like carbs that day. You didn't have enough fat. You didn't have enough proteins or you didn't have enough of like a specific mineral. And it's just like those things that if we truly listen to our body, we can um, become a lot closer and make the weight loss way easier because like you said it doesn't have to be hard it's really not hard at all if you just focus on on you and the overall picture love it and i also love how you brought up intuitive eating i think that it's becoming more common and widespread and the message is getting out so like for me i don't follow a diet i follow follow really intuitive eating now mm -hmm. and i think it is the most beneficial thing you can do for long term and it's the most sustainable way to eat um, because also like you could have you could be thriving on like a high fat fat diet right now but maybe next year you won't maybe you're eating vegan now but maybe next year you won't so it's also about listening to your body right 
So with mindset, is there anything, I guess you work with your clients around mindset as well with weight loss. Is there anything, um, like any stories with your clients that you've seen successful with like mindset or how do you work with that? Uh, yeah, so that's something that our society, we're always on the go. We're always eating on the go. We're always busy doing way too much all at once. So something that we worked on the week two of our course with all our clients, it was the mindful um, eating aspect of it. So actually sitting down, looking at your food and understanding why you're eating that. So if you ask, I have a couple like questions that I have like on my course that the clients can ask themselves when they have the play in front of them. It is, what am I eating? Is it healthy? How am I going to feel after? Um, what foods or how was it cooked? Um, where did it come from? It's just like different things that you can ask yourself. So when you're eating your food, you're feeling more, um, you're eating to nourish your body and you're not just eating because it's like a healthy, like a super healthy meal. You know, it can be healthy, but you're still nourishing your body. So if you start changing your mindset um, and going more to the nourishing side of it and why you're eating that, it's because you're going to feel well. Uh, like sometimes nowadays, like we know with like, uh, there are things that we eat and doesn't make us feel good, but there's times that we still eat it. Right. So if I'm not, I had like a lot of clients that she was lactose intolerant and she wasn't too sure about it. But every time she was eating this specific food, the poor thing was having like diarrhea right away. So I was like, okay, maybe you shouldn't be eating this food anymore if you're going to be hurting your body so much. So it's just really paying attention to those body foods that our body give. And even if you want to create a journal for the first, um, month of your weight loss journey or sorry or <laughs> it's okay healthy, you want to talk to Stella <laughs> healthy journal. Um, it can be like extremely helpful because sometimes we do we stuff and we kind of lie to ourselves so if we actually yeah. like write it down it's a form of becoming more aware of what we're doing why we're doing yeah that's a good point too because sometimes we can just forget about it or even like in binge eating um you can kind of just erase it and try to like erase it from your mind but if you're actually looking at what you're eating and why you ate it then that's also like more of an eye-opener and you can you can start addressing what's going on right yeah absolutely like let's say if you are on that time of the month as a woman we get sometimes we can get emotional our hormones are changing our eating pattern is changing so if I want to go eat some chocolate, whatever I'm craving, yeah, I'm eating because I'm going through this right now. And that's why I'm eating. You don't have to be finding excuses to, oh, this doesn't count where I have to be hiding. I can't have this. I can't have that because that's going to be triggering other stuff in your brain. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Listening to your body. And then if you want to enjoy something, enjoy it fully, because if you deny yourself, whatever you really want, then it's just going to get worse after, right? Like, and you might just go into a whole binge. So yeah, being mindful of that, having something that you enjoy and having like a small portion of it, but actually fully being present and enjoying it is going to be so much different than if you're just like scarfing it down and hiding. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't, um, something that I practice with myself without giving exams to my clients, like I don't just sit in front of the fridge with the fridge open and snack 
just like no ending. I don't just open up a pantry and start eating food without knowing what I want to eat. I always try to make sure that I'm putting my food down, I'm putting in a bowl, I'm putting on a plate, and I'm actually like sitting down and enjoying my food. It doesn't matter if it's a bowl of quinoa with kale and salmon and sweet potatoes, or if it's like an ice cream cone. Either way of those things, like I'm when I'm eating something, I try to enjoy the most out of it. So I don't have to think of, oh, this food is good, this food is bad. Like everything is food and I'm eating at the moment because that's what my body's asking for. Oh, for sure. Love that tip. So where can we find you? What are you up to? How do people follow you on social media, et cetera? Yeah, so you can find me on Barnaby.nutrition. That's my Instagram handle. Uh, my website is the same thing, barnabynutrition.com. But I recently started a new brand with two other nutritionists, and we are we go by West Coast Nutritionist, and it's been pretty exciting working with two other amazing women um, in this field of nutrition. We just launched our six-week weight loss course. You can find the link on my Instagram page, and we also have. Uh, mindfulness yoga (laughs) and we also have a workshop coming up it's going to be a mindful yoga and nutrition workshop in the san diego area so if you live in san diego la uh, definitely let me know so you can come join us it's going to be about 50 people in a beautiful rooftop in la jolla area and we're going to be definitely talking about uh, nutrition, mindful eating. We're going to be releasing some of those blocks that we normally create when it comes to weight loss and then following by uh, awesome yoga class and some yummy food after. Incredible. I wish I could come. I know. (laughs) I wish you were here. Well, definitely put the links in the show notes for everybody to check out. Thank you so much for coming on, for dropping your knowledge. I had so much fun. This was a great discussion. And uh, yeah, thanks again. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I loved being here and you're doing amazing. I just love following you and your work. You're, you're doing great. So keep doing what you're doing because we need more people like doing this in the world. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.